This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. And if you're just tuning into my show for the first time, we have a lot of information. We talk about a lot of things. So if you have a question that we're not answering, do feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. And definitely visit us online at www.taraenolan.com. That way you can see what we look like. It's always important. And while you're at the website, you want to click on the radio page because there you can check out past shows and you can also subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. So please don't hesitate to reach out with questions or to set up that face-to-face meeting. So here we are. We're starting out on a brand new year and, you know, 2020 was just, that was a year. It was pretty challenging <laughs> with with the chaos and the, the, the restaurants and bars shut down, everybody staying in place, just a lot of economic anxiety for, for millions of Americans. And so let's, we want to take a look at 2021 with an optimistic view and let's talk about how do we get set up and position ourselves to go forward and prosper. But before we jump into that topic, let me check in with my amazing co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? Yeah, go forward and prosper. I, I thought it was live long and prosper. <laughs> my inner geek came out. <laughs> Star Trek, Star Trek, <laughs> make it so, number one, make it so. <laughs> Live long and prosper, but uh, Tara, you have your own go forward and prosper. I like that. I love that. Um, So anyway, uh, this is a a great topic, obviously, 2021. We want to make this a better year. And one way we can make this a better year is to actually have a plan in place and position our finances uh, to be able to respond or be ready for whatever 2021 can bring us. And uh, Tara, nobody has a crystal ball. But, however, you know, with a new political party in charge of the government and the COVID vaccine coming along, there's a lot of factors. People are worried about the market volatility that might happen. And so positioning our finances, saving money in the new year, things like that. Great topic. Uh, I've had a great week. How about you? How are you doing, Tara? Tony, I haven't. You know, I'm busy, but a fun busy, but pretty busy. So, uh, you know, I've, I've really put a, a fine point on targeting October 12th for my book launch. And I'm working with a, a professional editor to, to really get the, the content nailed down. Because, Kenny, I've had like the book outlined for a couple of years now, if I tell the truth. But now now we're trying to really get the message clear and and cause it's a hard thing, Tony, when you're writing, you think your brain automatically fills in the holes. So you, you have an editor read it and she'll ask you like, well, what about this and this and this? I'm like, it says that. And she's like, it really doesn't <laughs> because your, your brain has this autofill feature when you're writing. And so uh, we're, we're getting through the mechanics of that. So that's really what that's going to be taking up most of my 2021, actually. Uh, OK, yeah, I, I, you are so busy. You have so much going on uh, with uh, the speaking 
and the financial advisory firm. And I think it's great that you and Chris, you make a great team and he helps you. And I know you've been meeting with a lot of folks that have called in from the radio show. And so that's always great to hear. And so listeners, if you hear something that you have a question about, uh, Tara would love to, I know Tara, you'd love to hear from the people, right? Uh, you, you love it. I really do, Tony. And, and it's really fun. I like when we meet with people from the radio show, because it's almost like we've already established a little bit of a rapport because it's almost like we've been having a conversation because we really have been having a conversation. And so I, I met with a couple just the other day and it was so funny because they said, well, you sound just like you do on the radio show. And I'm like, well, that's good because I do it. <laughs> Yeah, so it's, exactly. but That's it's nice. It's, it's like, you're not having like meeting someone cold. You're, you're getting to have that. It's almost like you're getting to pick up and continue a conversation that started on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I think that's great. And, and so, and, and Tara, you, uh, you don't sound anything like you do on the radio. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> I'm kidding. Of course you do. So, uh, today's topic, uh, this is a good one. And, you know, I think it's good to look ahead with a sense of optimism. I mean, I'm definitely expecting this year to be better than the last one. And, you know, well, 2020 was unpleasant in many ways for so many people. I have to admit, there are times, Tara, when I I would read a news story uh, or catch a bit of news. And I came away impressed with just how tenacious and can do so many Americans are and how during this time, a lot of people pulled together. I mean, we the news really focused on uh, how things we, we were pulling apart. But I think they should have focused more on so many people, at least in my local community. And I know even on a national level, so many people came together to help each other and to try to get through this COVID thing, right? Tony, I, I really think that that's how it happens is it's when our friends and neighbors, we come together and just help each other through these tough times. That's what really helps us get through any of these these times that happen throughout our lives. And it's just with the pandemic, it's just put a really fine point because it's happened to so many people at once. But it's normal that you go through your life and you're going to have those those times where you're going to have to lean on somebody for support. And then, Tony, there's going to be times where someone's going to lean on you for support. And that's just kind of part of being people, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree. So where do you want to start today? Well, I like one of the, so, I, you know, I was reading, like I always like to read, <laughs> and I came across this great article that has like 50 different ways to improve your finances. And, you know, I've just thought I'd pick a couple that we would talk about. And one of the first ones that really jumped out at me, Tony, was you have to be your own best advocate. And so when it comes to a job, you need to be able to ask for what you think you're worth and negotiate that salary and I can just tell you, Tony, my little brother, it's been about eight years ago, he was coming off of um, active duty in the Army. And Tony, he's like a super brainchild because he was a Korean linguist. So, you know, got a lot of smarts there in his brain. <laughs> and he was yeah. looking at going to employ, uh, going to interview for a job with the, with the government. And they kind of had like this salary pay band is what they called it. And it was a uh, salary that was like anywhere from 40 to uh, $70,000 was kind of the pay band. And he's, he was young and just didn't know. And he was thinking about just going applying for the job and just applying for the minimum. And I was just like, Oh no, no, just go ahead and ask. I said, the only thing they can tell you is no. I said, but look at your credentials. 
you have a lot of the skill sets they need and and you're very good at what they do. And Tony, it was just interesting because his self-confidence wasn't there. So he didn't ask for the full 70,000, but I did, he did get to, he put 68,000 and it was way outside of his comfort zone. And Tony, they snapped it right up. They didn't even blink. Wow. But he was willing, yeah. like he was going to go in so much lower just because of his own self-confidence and, um, so it's just kind of this important thing of be your own best advocate. And I don't think anyone holds it against you for asking to be paid what you think you're worth. Right. No. Yeah, obviously. But it's uh, like uncomfortable. Mean, it just makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So going into your boss, I mean, I think for a lot of people out there, though, Tara, the idea of going into their boss's office to talk money uh, probably is a little anxiety inducing. Right. But I mean, how many people out there, though, are making less than they could be? just because they're afraid to simply have that conversation. Tony, tons of people. And the thing is, is go into that conversation and don't don't be all or nothing, like give me the money or I quit, but go talk to your boss and, and have a reason. Like, don't just say I want more money, but you know, be able to have that conversation of, you know, here's the way I'm adding value to the company and here's all the things I'm doing. I think I need to be paid here. And then if the boss tells you the, well, you know, we just don't have any money and I'm in our budget, I'm sorry, then continue the conversation and say, well, what do I need to do to, to help meet you in the middle to help get there? And have the boss be your partner and help you create that way ahead. Because, Tony, I have found good bosses want to help their people succeed. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And And I think a lot of bosses out there, you'd be surprised. I mean, is the company going to come to you and say, hey, you know what? You deserve more and we could be paying you more. Not always. Uh, I mean, some companies might do that, but uh, very few, especially the bigger the company is. Uh, but even for small companies, if you need to make more money or feel that you you deserve more or your position at other companies is paying more than you're getting, uh, why not at least have the conversation? I don't think there are too many bosses that say, you know, how dare you come in here and talk to me about money? You're fired. I mean, that's not going to happen. So uh, at least it shouldn't. Right. It, it, exactly, Tony. Right. I mean, there's always an exception to every rule, but I, I find that being an advocate on your own behalf, it, it's a good thing and it's a good skill that you want to, to develop if you're uncomfortable with it. So I, I was just listening to uh, Brene Brown. She has a really amazing special on Netflix, Tony, and she's called A Call to Courage. And one of the, the lines that she uses is choose courage over comfort. Ah, I like that. Courage over comfort. That's perfect for this scenario, too. It, it really is. And and I think we can all relate because there's those times where you kind of know what the right thing is and it kind of makes your belly feel a little queasy. <laughs> right. Right. And I think and the next step has to be, you know, to position your finances better. Work with a financial professional who has the tools. And I know you have proprietary software you use. And you have the personal experience to be able to sit down with somebody and say, okay, let's figure out your personal situation because it can't be cookie cutter and it can't be, I know there are apps out there and they do some basic things great, but they can't do, and we were talking about this off air, it really is no substitute for working with a financial professional. 
Well, what helps, Tony, is it's not just like there's a lot of individual things. Like if I was looking at a chessboard, there's like one block that talks about uh, putting money into a mutual fund that's in your IRA. And then there's another block that's your emergency fund. And then there's another block that's your life insurance to protect your family. And then there's another block for your health insurance and another block for your car insurance. So like you have this board with all these individual pieces and where you really find the goodness is when you can make sure all those pieces are coming together in the best way possible to create that synergy. Right. And that's the thing that online software doesn't help you do is to make sure that you're putting everything together in a way that maximizes what you're doing. And so you're not double paying for things and also making sure that everything is, you don't want to have like if one part of your financial world fails that everything falls apart. Right. Right. And I think that, uh, you know, uh, there are, I mean, it is smart to use uh, budgeting software. I mean, there are a lot of free apps out there and apps that have a low price that do so much to help you with your budget. And so budgeting is one thing people don't like to hear the B word budget, but uh, maybe we could call it a spending plan. But, you know, my wife and I use software to keep a budget. And I think that's smart. I mean, you would advise our listeners to do that, correct? Well, and Tony, let's talk about it because you reminded me of two kind of anecdotes that we really need to discuss for just a second. So, and I love the word spending plan versus budget. Um, For the younger listeners on the phone today, I think they get really tired of hearing about you got to have a budget and you've got to learn how to sacrifice and you've got to earn your way. And and the young folks get tired of hearing that. Um, But there's a, there's a reality to that. Like you want to make sure you understand what you have so that you don't make your life stressful by running up debt on your credit card. But here's the thing, Tony, is I have a lot of retirees that have spent, you know, 30, 40 years in the workforce just having a pretty good salary income coming. And so they don't really pay attention to their budget, right? Because they make plenty. But then when they retire, all of a sudden there's no budget coming in. They're now starting to spend that nest egg. And I had one couple, Tony, And they started, they came to me and they said, we've never had credit card debt in our life. And we've got a $25,000 credit card bill this month. What's happening? And, and I can tell you, Tony, they were kind of both pointing the fingers at each other, which is not a good situation, right? (laughs) We don't want that. That's but I, and I, and it's, so it's funny, but what was happening, Tony, was we went down through. So when you're younger, you go down through your budget and what you find tends to be the things that add up are the the coffee and the the movies and the eating out with friends. It's like the entertainment budget for this couple, Tony, we went through the list and, and the, the, the culprit in this case was Home Depot and Lowe's and, and, and the whole new new slew of, to- of toys. I say toys, tools <laughs> that were in the uh, in the workshop. And, uh. and it was just because right when you're working, you don't have time to get to all those projects and, and do all that woodworking and and that stuff that you want to do. And then when you retire, that's also that time where you have to go, what am I spending my money on? And so the budgeting software is a a great tool to help you just go, Hey, what am I spending my money on? And just, am I spending money on the things I want to be spending it on? Right. That's, that's the key right there. And I, I mean, just, you know, some of these things we're talking about, people might say, Oh, that's just common sense. So that's basic, but I'll tell you what, uh, if you do all these things together and work with a professional, your finances will be positioned in a way that they can take what 2021 throws at them, what the what the next year or so throws at them, right? Yeah, absolutely, Tony. And, you know, the next strategy that you really want to think about, and especially that can help the under 25 crowd, is how are you saving for education? 
And, you know, we hear a lot about the 529 plans and that's that's a tool. And it, like every tool, Tony, it's got some pros and cons. I always sure. like to talk to people about I've got a few other options that allow you to save for education, but also allow you to keep control of that money just in case uh, the college plan doesn't work out exactly the way you thought. But the big picture, Tony, is you want to start going, you know, I have some kids and I think we're going to need to save up some money for education. So that's the goal. You know, that's yep. the big picture. And then you want to talk with a financial person to say, uh, what are my options? What tools are available to help me get there? Yeah. And there are other options, too. The 529 plan is a good one. Uh, but the, the caveat is that money has to be used for some type of schooling. There are a lot of options, which is another reason to work with a financial professional, because sometimes there are products out there, financial vehicles that you can utilize to save for college. And if it doesn't work out, then use it for something else. And, and that's you're hit it right on the head, Tony, is every tool has a job. And one thing that's great about 529s is they have some tax advantages. But then the thing that when you get tax advantages, they tend to come with more rules. And that's not a good or bad thing. You just need to understand what those rules are and say, hey, can I live with those? Does that make sense? Or do I need a little more flexibility? So these are the kinds of conversations that you really just want to be having to go. I am going to put money aside and help pay for my kids college or education or their future. What's the best way to, to, to position myself for success? So, yeah, and I think that's so important. So. Uh, where are we going from here, Terry? I mean, we've had a great show so far with some concrete tips that our audience can take with them after the show. Uh, how do you want to kick off this segment? This, well, Tony, this one, we're going to go to a topic that really does apply more to our older listeners. and But I think it's important is that you want to think about building an estate plan. and Because this is one of those most important financial steps that you can take, Tony. And you know what better time to do your estate planning better than early in the year so that you can just cross off that one major financial strategy uh, task that you have. Because you know a solid estate plan, it's obviously gonna include your will, Tony, but it's gonna include who's gonna be the guardians for your children. It's gonna include a clear transfer of assets and defined beneficiaries for things like your life insurance policies, if you have any inherited IRAs and things of that nature. And Tony, a really good estate plan, I really think it's important to understand it's more than just money. This is, well, how are you gonna leave your legacy to your family and your children and try to convey some of the wisdom that you've, the things that you've learned and, and try to help shape for your, your loved ones a little bit better future. Yeah, see, that's key. I think that's really good. And obviously we don't wanna leave our families in a bad situation. We wanna be able to leave something for them. So I like where you're going with that. You wanna talk about legacy planning and really have a plan in place for your estate. And people think, well, I'm not wealthy. I don't have an estate. Everybody does. And maybe you should. And so you, you, it's time to build an estate plan. I think that's really good. And they're very important to people's financial future. I mean, there's a lot that goes into them. So once again, you need to work with a financial professional uh, when it comes to big financial decisions, as I always say, Tara, why go it alone? 
And Tony, and I didn't mean to gloss over it, but I think I kind of did. But one of the things is an estate plan when you're younger is, and you still have children at home, you really want to be clear about who's going to take care of your children and how your assets are going to help support whoever is going to be that designated guardian. And, you know, these are not fun conversations to have, but you really want to, there's, there's no time like the present because just that peace of mind that like, if something happens to you unexpectedly, your kids are going to be taken care of. Right. It's just, yeah. You, a living with a living will, uh, with powers of attorney, who's going to take care of the kids. That is a must, uh, if you have children. So that's, that's a really, a, a really good tip. And that's why I felt like we had to talk about that. Yeah, I'm glad you brought uh, that up. So, and then I think here's an obvious one for 2021 that we need to look at because for a lot of people is we want to figure out how we're going to, um, do something, take care of ourselves to pay down debt. Because a lot of us really did okay during 2020 because we did have those good emergency savings and and we were able to to carry on, you know, being so working from home and, and not being able to participate in, in the economy like we normally do. But this is where it's it's a good time to kind of look and say, let's let's see where we are. Let's look at what kind of debt we have. What's our credit card situation? How are our student loans doing? A lot of student loans, Tony, were kind of put on pause during this uh, period. So kind of looking to see where those are. Uh, car loans, you know, all those just kind of gather up all of your debt. Because one of the big things about planning, Tony, I think good, bad or ugly, it's always better when you know. We want to know what the bad news is and then you can make a plan to be successful. If you just try to pretend like it's not there, it, it's always kind of eating at the back of your brain. Well, yeah, that's true. It is. And uh, you want that peace of mind. I mean, when you have debt or a lot of debt or credit card debt, it, it really is whether you, it, you know, it weighs you down, even subconsciously, if not consciously. And you just want to have that burden lifted. And one way to have peace of mind, even with that, is to have a plan to pay it down and get rid of it. And if you have that plan in place and you stick to that plan uh, and you know, okay, the goal is if I stick to this plan, it'll be paid off by this date. I know I've got it under control and I'm doing that. I don't have to worry about it anymore. And it, isn't that a great feeling? Oh, Tony, it's, that's like one of the best feelings. Yeah. When you control your money versus your money controlling you, it's yes. just better to be in the driver's seat. Yep. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. So, so another thing we're going to talk about, Tony, is this idea of financial knowledge or financial literacy. And I think this is interesting because we talked about a couple shows ago, Tony, about the big $10 word, financial self-efficacy. Ah, and yes. You like that word, efficacy. I, I, I like saying big words. <laughs> and um, financial self-efficacy really goes into you're not going to be successful in your fi- financial world until you believe that you can be successful. And it was really interesting because financial literacy is good, but the financial self-efficacy is the piece where you take action. So having the knowledge plus action is where that success happens. So 2021 is a great time. And if you're listening to the show, you're already getting started. You want to increase your financial knowledge because how can you ask good questions if you don't even know enough to ask a question? I've been there. Well, yeah, exactly. And, you know, this is a time where you can, there's plenty of financial newsletters that you can, you know, find someone you like and, and check out what they're saying. And there's, you know, things on budgeting, investment, retirement, lots of different topics. And, and then, you know, of course, there's lots of good books about financial finances. 
Mine will be one of them that's out there shortly. <laughs> but excellent, excellent. You want to start, and it's but it, it starting with knowledge is good because when you're when you're going to go sit down and find a financial planner that's going to help you, Tony, you want to be armed with really good questions because that's how you can know if this person, you know, is going to be a good fit because you can carry on a good interview. Right there, you go, and I think that. Uh, that's fantastic. And obviously, uh, when your book comes out, uh, hopefully later this year, if the if the uh, goal is uh, set and, and you hit that goal of getting it completed, that will be great because you'll have copies to give away on the show and our listeners will want to read it. And I know that if they set up uh, appointments with you, uh, they'll be able to get copies of the book and it'll be available on Amazon. So I'm excited about that. Uh, I know it's a ways down the road, but I'm really excited about the book because I know a lot of what you're going to put into it, and I'm excited to read it. So at any rate, uh, this is a, a great discussion. Uh, what do you have for us next? Uh, where should we go from here? Well, another good way to digest information, Tony, because I find that we're all busy, right? It, even with uh, COVID happening and, and we were a lot of people were bored, I think I found a lot of us were also just busy. So podcasts is a great tool to get yourself educated, you know, so anytime you have a commute or you just, you're tired, you don't feel like sitting down and reading, having a podcast that you can just, you know, turn on, on your phone. That's another great way to just kind of soak up information. Yep. Yeah, it is. It is a way. And that's, I think, really good. And obviously, uh, personal, you know, finance podcasts are another great option. You know, people can listen to financial podcasts, and Tara, I just so happen to know of a really good financial podcast. Uh, you're listening to it right now, actually. Uh, <laughs> and so if you have that long uh, work commute or a road trip coming up, or you like to listen to podcasts or music when you're working out, some people go on walks or jogs, you know, uh, download a few episodes or subscribe via Apple Podcasts or Spotify to Nolan Financial Radio. It's a podcast and you can subscribe and get the new show automatically each week to your phone or your tablet or your computer and uh, financial podcast. Seriously, a great way to go. As long as you uh, know you're listening to a reliable, trustworthy financial advisor, uh, there are some uh, flaky ones out there uh, that you don't want to listen to, but I know of a good one. It's called Nolan financial radio. You've heard of it, right, Tara? <laughs> yes, Tony. I love it. <laughs> So anyway, that's just a little plug, but it, it is actually one of the tips to get your finances in order is is education. Like you do, you're always saying, I read this article, I read that, I read this book, uh, you know, and so you're really soaking up information a lot. And that's what we need to do to be financially educated, isn't it? It really is, Tony. And, you know, that brings me to like one of the next tips that I really like is and this is something I always do with people is you want to go through your auto, your home and your health insurance, because there's just a lot of questions. And there's it's it's one of those spaces where there's so many choices. And you, do you have the right deductible? Are you paying too much or too little? Do you have the right coverage? Do you need disability and coverage? What about the life insurance from your employer? Does it cover your family needs? And do you need supplemental? Are you good to go? Are you paying too much? And maybe you don't need to have everything you need. So this is one of those places where it's really a place where you can look and say, what are you paying for? And is there a way to streamline it and then maybe free up money that can work for you somewhere else? 
right? So you kind of think about your financial world. I would draw a circle and say, you have all these things that are in your financial world. And anytime we can streamline money in one part of our financial world, then that frees up money to work for us in another part of our financial world. You know, I I think this discussion is a good one and I'm just going to see where we're at here as far as time. We're probably needing to wrap this up. Why don't you let our listeners know before we go how they can get a hold of you? Sure, Tony. So Chris and I have set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the first 20 callers today. The number is 719-210-4242. And definitely visit the website at www.taraenolan.com. So Tony, we're looking for callers today that are really interested, and I like that, thinking about your financial world as a circle, and they want to look at everything that they're doing inside their financial world and go, am I maximizing how I'm spending my money and am I putting everything in the right investment versus just an investment? Join us soon for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.